I accidentally electrocuted him. Warning. This episode has explicit content not suitable for anyone under 18. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Luis, a.k.a. Truth.com, a.k.a. Listen to my shit. And today I'm here with... Dino from CaliDTO. Awesome. Now, can you tell my audience what CaliDTO stands for? Uh, well, I live in California, born and raised. Uh, DTO, just my initials. Now, um, I was listening to your podcast and you guys have an ongoing segment, which I really enjoy because we've done it in our podcast before. We used to do it a lot. We haven't done it as much. But you have a segment called Fuck, Mary Killed. Is there? Now, I was wondering, which one is your favorite that you guys have done? Because you guys have done a lot. And you guys have done some twists like that I've never thought about, like doing the same actor but in different roles. Mm-hmm. That's real clever. Because uh, <laughs> after a while, you kind of like, you kinda like uh, run out of ideas, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. Yeah, so we've done, you know, actors in different roles, and uh, I mean, we've done, you know, animated characters. We've done everything. Uh, my favorite one, though, I don't know, man. Like, we've done some really controversial ones, um, and then we've done ones that you're just like, fuck, man, how am I supposed to answer this? <laughs> you know? Give us some uh, some of those. Yeah, like one of them, uh, we did uh, Presidents. So, like, you know, we did, like, uh, Abe Lincoln, Ulysses Grant, and George Washington. So we did that one on, like, one of the first ones we did. And then we also did it, like, on the remix. But we, we did it, like, uh, different answers. And uh, that was uh, that was really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the remix that you brought up, that was when you were in Vegas, right? You were just out there recently? Yeah, we did our 50th episode out there. Okay, so congratulations on the 50th episode. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you. Now, in that episode, so let me give a little background. He has two guests, two hosts. I'm sorry. He has two hosts, two female hosts, and one of them, I believe, is Jinx, right? Yep, correct. So she is amazing, if you ask me. <laughs> Very sexual, but she she takes it to 11 all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she's always on point, you know. And when you guys were in Vegas, you brought out a paddle, right? Yep. And what happened with that paddle? Tell my oh. audience. <laughs> So uh, in my last relationship, I was in a dynamic. You know, I was the, the dominant; she was sub, uh, submissive. And um, I don't know if you, if if well, if you're not like really familiar with the uh, king community, it's like you play a certain role, and like your your roles do you know certain things depending on the dynamic and depending on what you want to be in the relationship or agreement. You know, however you want to see it um, or label it. Uh, but we were actually in a relationship. Um, and we played a certain role. So uh, I bought, she had already had her own paddle, but I, I bought my own paddle as well. Uh, it's not a very big one. It's actually kind of small, but uh, I wanted to upgrade, but uh, we had since broken up and uh, I haven't been able, I haven't really been in like, you know, the whole scene recently. So, um, so yeah, it's just a, a, a small paddle with like hearts on it and stuff. So, you know, hopefully when I whack you with it, it'll leave like little heart marks, you know? <laughs> and first of all when i was listening to that i was like damn they're kink shaming my no um they're i don't, I don't say body shaming but they were like size shaming my man because his paddle was small they're talking about a little handle and everything i'm like hey it's not it's not about the size but then when jinx i believe jinx used it right on mel yeah she she used it on melanie and uh i mean fully closed you know so it wasn't like it wasn't as effective but um well she gave her a good little smack and a little bottom there you know <laughs> oh yeah no i heard it and um the way she described it and it kept going i was like oh, okay so add a paddle to the podcast got it you know so right something that i might have to steal from you and i think we're gonna bring back the fuck my co because that is really really fun now i did want to do one for you real quick i don't know if you got one for me hopefully you do but i wanted yep. to start with you and i'm gonna keep it simple i don't know if you guys have ever done this i didn't hear it 
But who would you fuck, marry, kill? Mel- it's Melanie, right? Melanie, Jinx, or your ex-girlfriend? And your ex-girlfriend. Mm. Um, God, that was, that was a hard one because, I, like, <laughs> these are my good friends, you know? Of course. <laughs> so, like, uh, uh shit. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I would just fuck my ex-girlfriend again. <laughs> Ooh, um, this is gonna get interesting because I know your host. Yeah, gonna listen. <laughs> and, and as much as I as I love Jinx as a friend, I gotta kill her. Oh, um, well, because she's too dominant, man. I can't I can't be dominated by <laughs> somebody else. So, <laughs> and then uh, I guess I'll have to marry Melanie. You know, like it's just kind of it is what it is. And uh, she's a good she's a good person. You genuinely didn't go the route I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to be like you know fuck my ex. I, even though I don't know your relationship, but I'm like fuck my ex. You know I'm a yeah, no, it's you know it's complicated. But it, <laughs> well, I, I'm guessing um, she'll be listening too, according to that answer. Nah, uh, probably not. <laughs> now you got one for me. I'd love to answer one. Yeah, so I wrote it down real quick. Um, I got um, Danny DeVito, Damn. Peter Dinklage, and Warwick Davis. And if you don't know who Warwick Davis is, he is a uh, actor, an, another actor, and he also uh, he was uh, Leprechaun. He was Willow on the too. Movies. <laughs> he was in okay. yeah no no i know who he is yeah. uh okay r2d2 and all that um damn you gave me all the midgets you know it's funny because <laughs> no, well, the... that's why i thought it was kind of funny i was like little pe- little people all right let's, let's, <laughs> well yeah little people give it a little twist sorry yeah. and it's funny because i just did an interview with uh gallo from a podcast called who says are my favorite and he actually brings up little people because he had an experience with uh, a little person and he told me something that I wasn't expecting. He's like, they're not as light as you think. Because every time somebody hears a little oh, person, a mass. Yeah. yeah, they think like, oh, I'm just going to toss them around and do this and that. And I know I shouldn't be saying this when I'm about to talk about guys, but still, that's not the point. <laughs> the point it's is... like little boulders, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the fact that you bring that up right now, I'm like, oh, this is meant to be. All right. Um, I, uh, Danny DeVito. Um, you know what? I guess I would marry. Fuck, what's his name? Little House. Uh, what's his name again? The middle one? Ty, uh, um, from Game of Thrones? I don't know why. Peter I Dinklage? Yeah, Peter Dinklage. I would marry him. I, I feel like he'd be sophisticated and that you'd be able to have a cup of wine with him while reading your book and it'd just be cool. Yeah. And uh, I think he owns like a cabin in the woods and shit. See, there you, exactly. <laughs> there you go. See, it fits perfectly. I think I would kill Willow because he's just too old for me and I have a feeling that Danny okay. Vito would be a fucking freak. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you seen him in Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, I always imagine him like oozing out of the couch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like just chasing him around, all oiled up and shit. Come on, you know that's a good time. Uh, Nightcrawlers, right? Nightcrawlers. <laughs> yeah. So that's a fucking that's great up. time. Uh, but I'm not into guys, by the way. But I'm just saying, yeah, if, I, if yeah, I had yeah. to, <laughs> hypothetically, yeah, yeah. And all right, now I wanted to start off the show with a bang, but now I do want to get to know you, and I want my audience to get to know you. Uh, I read and I heard that you are a writer, and that's kind of what your podcast started off as, right? Talking about movies and shows with Melanie. Yeah, so um, so me, and my co- originally it was me, and my co-host Melanie, and uh, we, um, you know, we've been good friends for like five years now. But like at that time, um, she was like, she just got out of a job, and she was like looking for stuff to do, and she had like a like a sort of like a bucket list or like a wish list or like a to do list on her board. And uh, on the very corner of it, she said, uh, start a podcast. And like, and at that time, we were like, you know, figuring other stuff out, like, uh, 
we had started talking about writing too, but like, so we started the podcast and doing writing at the same time. So we were like doing both. Um, so uh, our our first big idea was uh, I, I had already written before that, like a little bit, you know, not, not like professionally or anything like that, but just like, uh, you know, my own stuff. And um, so we start we both started a uh, sort of like a like a short series or, you know, we're, we're only a few episodes in, but like it's basically about um, are you are you in California? Yes. OK. So do you know where Santa Cruz is? Yeah. Yeah. OK. So uh, if you don't. Whoever's listening, if you don't know Santa Cruz, it's like uh, <laughs> it's a gnarly town for one, and then two, it's like filled with just a bunch of like uh, like problems and like you know homelessness and drugs and blah blah blah. But like if you don't know that, like you just think it's like you know a cool beach town with a boardwalk, you know, and it's like whatever. But we're like writing about like the town itself a little bit, and sort of like a like a uh, like a teen sort of like love story, but you know, it's, it's mainly about like the experience of the town itself. Um, so that's like one thing we're doing, and then I I do my own like horror stuff, you know, on the side. Oh, horror genre, the, the horror genre—that's your thing. Yeah, I love horror films. Okay, now is it just films or? Uh, no, like I'm writing, I'm writing, working on like a TV show, and like uh, I have like a few film concepts that I'm that I want to keep stabbing at, but I just haven't. Uh, you know, there's like so much, only so much time in the day that I can do all this stuff. Oh yeah, no, honestly. Now, who's that one, like, the most famous horror director? Uh, something more metal, right? Uh, I mean, I love zombie stuff. So, like, you know, I always go to, like, I always watch Romero stuff. Yeah. So, what I can. So, is that, like, that's who uh, influenced you or, like, do any books? Because I'm a big Stephen King fan. So, like, does he influence you at all in your horror? Um, no. You know what's funny about, like, horror itself is that um, uh, when I was a kid, did you ever watch the, um, Faces of Death? No, not Faces of Death. I don't think so. Okay, so Faces of Death was, like, a, a series that came out in, like, the late 80s, early 90s, and it was about, like, um, it was about, it was, it was narrated by, like, this so-called doctor, and he would show you, like, a bunch of, um, like, deaths on screen, or, or, like, weird stuff that happened, and uh, you weren't supposed to watch it, like, it was, it was, like, one of those things where they eventually banned it in the United States, <laughs> so uh, my mom rented it from my older brother when I was, like, five, and she didn't know what it was because it was all—all all it literally was was a VHS tape with a skull on, like in the front, and like a, br- a very brief description in the back of like what it, you know, what the movie supposedly was. Uh, so they're like watching it in the living room, and like I snuck out and I'm like, ooh, they're watching a movie I'm not supposed to watch, you know, I'm a kid. Like so I, I watched it and I was like, it, you know, fucking like traumatizing basically because it was like, you know, you, you watch these like crazy shit, like you know, accidents, like people getting electrocuted, like all this crazy stuff. And I was like, what is this? Like freaking out. And then um, for some reason, like I, I knew that like the difference between like reality and like, you know, movie magic. So I became obsessed with like horror films because I'm like, well, that's a cool thing they did. I know it's not real, but it's like they did all these cool things on screen. And I just like, when I was a kid, I just kept watching and watching and watching, you know, up to a certain point. And then, you know, grew up (laughs) basically, (laughs) (laughs) but like, it's, I don't know. It, it it always amazes me about you know what they do in film and and stuff like that and like the kind of ideas that spark you know. All right. Now I have two questions for you from what you just said. Have you ever gotten angry at somebody or you just like somebody in real life that you write them into a movie death? Mm, no, I've only like written things like um like things that have happened over time. Like because I work in the grocery business and like you know you just deal with customers all the time right so a lot of my stories are like based off like real events that people have said or done 
or how they act and, and whatnot. So I'll write like certain scenes where I'm like, well, this guy's being an asshole, you know? So like, I'm going to kill him <laughs> off. <laughs> but uh, nobody like in particular, you know, it's just like some stranger, you know, like I don't even know what they look like anymore or nothing like that. It's just, I'm like, this happened before. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's fair enough. Now, my second question, my part two to that was, what is your favorite death that you've written? Like how was the actual killing? Mm, favorite one. Oh man. Um so I did a shout out to Romero himself. So I'm writing a like a zombie show. Um it was actually predated Walking Dead, so I didn't even know about Walking Dead when I started writing the show. But um it's a shout out of uh like the first zombie you see on screen and he is the same sort of looking zombie on um Day of the Dead, so his uh, mandibles completely missing and his tongue is like flopping out, mm. and he, so he turns around on screen and like you see it and like that's the first zombie you see is like it's sort of like a you know flowers to Romero uh, post uh, death, you know. Yeah, that's so far my the one that always sticks out to me. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I got to, got to, and um, your favorite zombie movie? The only one that comes to the top of my head and I like it a lot is Zombieland. Double Tap. I never watched the second one. Oh, I never watched Double Tap, but the first one, that is one of my favorite. Do you have a favorite zombie movie? Uh, no, I, I love them all differently, you know, like children. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you don't have a favorite one, but you love them all equally, you know? Yeah, no, In no, I, I have a favorite. Um, <clears throat> They're going to kill me for that, but anyways, <laughs> no, no, I do not get what you mean. No, no, yeah, I definitely do. Uh, <laughs> no, wink, what, wink. no, not even, no, it's, it's, it's out there. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I'll be the bad guy today. You're going to kill me off in one of your books? going to have one of my kids kill me? Yeah, I'm not your favorite. Stabbing me. Right. <laughs> if you do, use my name. I want to know. I want to be part of push that. push you down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, that's why I never owned a house with the stairs. Not just because I can't afford it, but <laughs> <laughs> that was always my fear as a kid watching movies. Like somebody dying by easily being pushed off the stairs. And I was like, I don't ever want a house with steps. Right. If I get older, I'm like only going to have a one story. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, honestly. I'm already clumsy now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the same right here, honestly. Now, as a movie buff, I, you are a movie buff or just horror movie? Uh, I, I try to watch what I can. Okay. On a first date, or I'm not necessarily first date because you don't always go to somebody's house on the first date, but the first time you watch a movie with a girl, you're first getting to know her, do you put on a horror movie? Is it like the movies where you put on a horror movie, they get closer to you and they want to cuddle? No, I I usually, I mean, unless they want to. Like, if, if they bring up the idea of it, you know, I'll be like, yeah, I'm down to do that. Um, but normally, like, if I go to the movies with someone, uh, it's usually like a comedy or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm always down for that. I love comedies, too. Yeah, I, I don't want to say I made the mistake because it wasn't a mistake, but I made the mistake of putting nothing but my favorite romantic movie movies the first night I spent with my girl and we've been together for two years. That's like the longest consecutive relationship I've ever been in. Uh, so, I mean, I guess whoever's listening, um, don't follow my lead. <laughs> now, if you do want to get a girl in the mood and you want to use a movie just to hint at it, I know what movie I'd put on. Is there a movie you'd put on to kind of get her in the mood? Yeah. I'm, see, it, it all depends on how the conversation goes beforehand. So like, uh, if I know that she likes certain movies, like, you know, comedy movies or even dramas, it just, it all depends on the girl. Cause I don't know, man, like I, I normally just go with comedies, you know? Yeah. That's your go-to. But I don't know. I don't really have a, I don't really have a go-to. Um, well, you know what I try to do is like, uh, so I always like try to slide in like stepbrother, like memes and or gifts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So if, if she like, if she'll like feed it back to me, I'll be like, Oh, we, we're going to get down on some stepbrothers. You know, or something like that. <laughs> it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite current, you know, 
comedies. Oh no, it's a classic. It's like, do you put your nuts on my jump, bro? I fucking quote that movie all, <laughs> all night. I'm not gonna oh, call yeah. him. I'm not gonna call him dad, even if there's a fire. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> You know what? And funny enough, I love that movie, but I just recently watched Talladega Nights. I'd like everybody with chicken bake and oh, shake and bake and all that. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. laughing along with everybody. But I was like, what the fuck? It, it's good. I, I'm not going to say it's one of my favorites, though. But you think like uh, Step Brothers is better by a lot? Um, I Yeah, I, I think it was because I think Talladega Nights had a few moments in there that was a little too silly for me. Mm, but like, I, I know Step Brothers is silly, too, but like. I don't know. I, I felt like I had more of a connection to Stebbillers than I did with, uh, you know, Talladega Nights. And I think that's partially because, like, I had, you know, a Stebbiller growing up, too. So it makes the kind of the dynamic kind of more funny that way. So I kind of I get the whole like I get the whole jealousy and like, you know, the whole like fighting with each other and stuff like that. You didn't have a drum set, did you? No. <laughs> oh, we would have totally fought though. For... <laughs> no, that is funny. No, we'll see. Uh, if I was gonna put on a movie i think i'd go with like boogie nights and i'd be like you know the mark Wahlberg character that was me they wrote it after yeah you know uh, right yeah th- so that'd be like uh, when was this movie don't worry about it they use the filters it's, it's recent there's a reason why they call me louisville <laughs> right you know? <laughs> there you go. no exactly <laughs> i wanted boogie to stick as a name but it just didn't i don't know fuck yeah so they, that's why they call me louis you know louisville slugger <laughs> there you go yeah now <laughs> back to your host your co-host jinx you mentioned you touched on it earlier, so I kind of wanted to jump on it. She, you said she's really dominant. Have you mm-hmm. felt like ever since she came onto the podcast and you guys have been discussing sex more that like you're more open to things, or like has she made you think about things more in that way? No, not really. I mean, because like I said, I was kind of like I've done a lot of shit myself, you know. <laughs> so like everything that we talk about is like I've you know the stuff that she talks about I've already kind of done, you know. And uh, I, I admire her though, because you know she's very like she's very good at what she does. At least you know from what she's told me. So <laughs> you know, and and she'll like she'll occasionally like flash pictures on because we do Zoom, you know. So like we she'll flash she'll flash pictures of the stuff that she makes the guys do. And I'm like, damn, you're good. <laughs> like if you're gonna make them do that, like you're good at what you do. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So she's like showing us stuff, and I'm like, wow, okay. I mean, good for you, you know, get it. Yeah, no, of course. And now do you feel like Melanie keeps you grounded then? Because she seems like the voice of reason, honestly. Oh, for sure. Like, hands down. Like, we've done radio a couple times, too. And she's like, I'm the guy that, like, I come in and I'm just cracking jokes. You know, that's that's my thing. I just, I try to come in. I try to say something stupid or silly, you know, lighten up the room a little bit. And Melanie's, Melanie's very, like, poignant. And she's like, she gets the point across and whatever we're talking about. You know, she's more of, like, you know, she's she's less of a an incomplete like i am you know so yeah and for those that haven't listened to his podcast yes podcast podcast yeah i hope you go and listen to it uh you can tell just listening to them right away you can tell especially because they'll be having a conversation sometimes it might be a little serious not too serious and then you just hear a random ass sound effect in the back and then you just hear dino uh-huh. oh, my bad <laughs> especially, especially yeah. when it hits the wrong ones oh man that shit is hilarious Oh, yeah, I've done that a couple times. I'm like, oh, shit, mama. <laughs> yeah. And you're just kind of like, all right, cool. And then I love it because uh, Melanie's always like, oh, yeah. Like, you can just hear the, like, doesn't miss a step, just keeps going. It's all good. <laughs> She's just, like, straight-faced, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that has to be like, oh, shit, I got to say something about it. I'm like, my bad. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I-, I caught that. So that was cool. And I'm not even going to ask it, but I'm going to ask it. Have you ever hooked up with either of them? Nothing happened in Vegas? You know, no, dude, uh I kept it PG. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, 
none of us like you know we, we're just we're good friends you know we're all good friends so like they've known each other for like 20 some years uh and i've well i've only known jinx like uh since the podcast started you know so like only like two years now so uh no nah, they're they're just good friends of mine see i never like me personally i've never hooked up with a friend of mine so i just i just don't it just make things complicated you know so but we, we'll talk about sex all day though yeah yeah, yeah no and that's kind of why i ask i'm like because when you get comfortable i've had female co-hosts i mean i still do and i haven't because well i've had a girlfriend for most of the time i've had a podcast but i also didn't want to cross that line i didn't want to mess up the podcast but then uh-huh. I heard you guys in Vegas, and I heard the shit you guys were doing. I was like, mm, my boy's about to get it. Nah. I, I mean, <laughs> I thought it. about it. <laughs> but Dude, but th- there's always there's that line you can't cross, you know? It's yeah. Like, I'm messing this up. No, I got to know if they if they know this. Like, I want to hear your next podcast after they listen to this and see if they if they know that you thought about it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's not like I want to, but it's like, you know, that thought will, it will occasionally be like, you know, is she, would she be a good fuck? And you're like, ah, why am I thinking about this shit? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what? Now that you bring that up, because um, you do think that all the time. And I always think about, when I do think about that, I think about like the shy girl. And I always feel like she's going to be the really good fuck. And then I thought about the shy girl and the sexy girl. Have you ever looked at them and just been like, this is my Gilligan Island moment with. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, like I said, I work in the public, so it's like you you always see those, you know, you like obviously that girl's naughty, you know. <laughs> she gets down, you know. She probably gets, she probably like you know you could take take her to church, you know. No, I I gotta know. Do you pick up milfs at the grocery store? You know, it's funny. Um, I had this I had this ongoing joke about like my appearance, you know, and um, like especially when I get like a fresh cut and everything. Uh, I always call myself a solid five, you know, out of ten, right? And then I'll be like, I'm like, yeah, these older chicks love the solid five, you know. It's got to be the beard or something. And actually, today, this old lady came up to me. She's like, you know, that's a really nice beard. You wear it really well. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, you know, I get hit on like, I don't know, man. It, it, pretty often, actually, it's weird. But and are you single? I am. Compl- it's complicated, man. It is very complicated right now. Like I am dating, okay, um, and I'm not like seeing any. You know, like it's, I'm taking this seriously, but this we're not like official yet. You know. Oh, uh, gotcha. See, that's a conversation that I've been wanting to have on my podcast, like with my co-host, and like what is the talking stage, and like what can can you and can't you do during it? Like, if you don't mind me asking, how long yeah. have you guys been talking for or dating, quote unquote? Well, uh, th- this is someone I've known for a very, very long time. Like, actually. So this this is why it gets complicated because this is actually a friend of mine that I've known for many many years. My boy, you just said you don't date your friends. I uh, see that this will be the first. <laughs> oh, so like this is why it's complicated. <laughs> see, for a minute, right before we got to this point, I was when you were saying no, I don't date my friends, and I, I was about to say like, all right, guys, like now you know that a girl and a guy can be friends without worrying about it, and then you went yeah. ahead and said, oh, I thought about it with your well, co-host, and no, then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just a brief little backstory. Um, this is a friend that I've known over 20 years, right? So, uh, and, you know, our lives have been, you know, all over the place. Like, we've both been in relationships, like, been talk for years or whatever. Like, you know, like, the story goes on. And she's known that I've, like, been into her for, like, many years. I just, you know, I've always, like, I was married and in a relationship for 14 years. So, um, I was doing that. You know, I had a kid. She had kids. You know, like, all this stuff happened in between that. So it wasn't until like uh, I was getting out of my last relationship is when she, you know, we talked and we we're like, hey, like, would you consider this? And we were both like, 
yeah and then so it's been kind of like a weird transition of like trying to like figure out what, like how to approach this correctly without moving too fast you know it's it's a whole thing we're both like still kind of freaking out about it because we don't want to hurt each other you know the whole thing yeah no definitely i mean i don't get it because i've never taken it slow but yeah no yeah, yeah. I- i'm here for you now has she heard the podcast does she listen to it <laughs> yeah she's all so she listened to the, the 50th one and she's like she's like i just learned that you were kind of a hoe <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like hey man like yeah you know uh post breakup yeah i was totally like because i was like i said i was in a relationship slash married for 14 years um after breakup you know i went bug ass wild i didn't care i was like women 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 you know <laughs> and i was like so you know, I went, I went through the fucking rabbit hole of dating and, you know, all, you know, fucking or whatever. And, you know, if you guys listen to my podcast, you'll hear my, some of my crazy ass stories about, you know, the, the sex that I've gotten into and stuff like that. And she's like, yeah, you're kind of a hoe. I'm like, I used to be a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm not like that anymore. You know, like, I've slowed down. I'm like, I want more serious stuff, you know? Yeah, no, that's dope. Yeah. See that, I feel like that's where I'm at too. And that's, that's why I started my podcast. It was supposedly it was to help people or help women not get their heart broken i had this whole slogan you know uh, protect your heart 2020 i was gonna put women on game everything i did i was gonna you know show them how not to fall into that not to believe guys lies and then i got yep. with my boy and we started talking shit and it just <laughs> became a whole completely other fucking something else it just became something else so yeah no i i used to be a hole a hoe then i met my girl and yeah. i'm like yeah i'm good i'm good right here this slow pace just being with her i'm I'm more than happy with that so i feel you on that one now yeah yeah did she trip out a lot when you were in vegas with two girls though like we're a lot at all no because like we're still like i she knows like she she know i we've talked briefly about it i'm like i have no like i've told her like you know, when I'm with somebody, I don't even talk to exes or like shit like that, you know, because I know I don't, I, I kind of, I don't like stuff like that. So like, I would never, this is why I don't hook up with like my, my, my co-host either. Cause it's like, I, that just opens a can of worms that is just not good overall, you know? So I was like, I told her, I was like, I've never hooked up with her before and I won't because I just, I have no interest in that, you know? Yeah. Um, so she, she trusts me. So hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I hope so. Now you touched on it earlier. You said, after the breakup you went through the rabbit hole who knows what you found in wonderland but i gotta ask you my last guest told me how many bodies he has his number is who i couldn't even imagine that many but do you have any idea around what your number is especially after going through that breakup um i don't know man probably probably not that one. I want to hear his number, so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> no, hey, bro, I promise you, throw any number you want out there. You can even, like... Oh, okay. See, I'm I'm not... Like I said, I'm a solid five. I can't get all the girls, so... um, I, uh, Under 100? Yeah, easily. Oh, okay. Under 50? Yes. Okay. Then, yeah, like I said, you would have not touched him. <laughs> I, I don't want to quote him, because I don't remember exactly, but I think he said, like, in 2000, either three or eight... He was already at a thousand. Was he a porn star? Like what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, according to him, a recovering sex addict. So whoever's listening to this, if you okay. haven't gone back and listened to the interview with Gallo, that's his name, and he says it all. So I'm not putting him on blast. Yeah, I think he said he's about two thousand at this point right now. So right now, bro, even if you were at a hundred, you'd be good. Trust me, you'd be good. I don't even want to do that. It's <laughs> like too much work. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what I asked him. I'm like, bro, were you I, on I'm something? Boy, dude. I can't. I don't have that much energy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. I didn't want to say it, but I was like. 
I don't even know if I could. I mean, after a while, I'd yeah. Be like, Fuck. Yeah. No. So that you're good. You're good. I mean, I don't. I don't know where my oh. number is anymore, but low twenties. Low twenties. Oh no, man. Like I, <laughs> I'm not that much of a. You know. I, I mean, I get it though. Like, it, like you can't really control yourself. Like, yeah. As you know, if you're if you have an addiction like that, so it's hard to like stop. You know. Yeah. No. Uh, so I can imagine it being like, especially like if your online game was like on point. You know, I'm sure you can pull them like. Like nothing, you know. Well, see, that's what tripped me out, and I kind of saw it too because uh, he didn't say it was online. He said he, didn't, he doesn't like doing online. He liked oh, okay. going in so person at the bar. Out. Yeah, and uh, he said, uh, "So he's not gay." Huh? Well, yeah, he, no, the way he sp- he speaks, you could tell he knows how to talk. And uh, he was in okay. the military, so he was probably fit when he was doing all that. Oh yeah, and, yeah, you know what I mean. There was a lot to it, so I I, I believe him because it's a lot harder for like chubby boys to like you know like me like it's hard it's harder for me to like pull just any chick I want you know. Bro, you're, you're preaching. You're preaching to the choir. The, <laughs> the internet said fat and bearded. You're in. I got fat and bearded, and I mean, I'm happy, but it wasn't what they made it up yeah, to be, yeah. bro. <laughs> they lied to us, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah. Nah, there's 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 a market for us though. Like some women love, you know, uh, thick boys like us. So, oh yeah, like I said, I'm with my girl. I'm happy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Going along with uh, with the stuff I was talking to, to him about about the kinks, and then you said you've done some crazy shit. What is your kink, mm-hmm. man? What is your go to? What is your fetish? Um, I, um, I don't have, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have, I've done everything where I'm like, I'm satisfied of just having like pretty vanilla sex, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I've done every, like, I've done so much shit already. Like, you know, the only thing I want to get better at is like Shibari. Um, that's like the one thing I'm like, I, I would like to do, but like, if I'm in a vanilla, vanilla relationship, it's probably not going to happen, which yeah. I'm fine with. You said Shibari, uh, fill me in. It's like, it's like rope tying and stuff like that. Okay, that's what I thought because that's what he said yeah. he was into. And according to him, uh, it's expensive and you got to be very careful. Um, and you, have, you have to know what you're doing. You can't just like tie up, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, there's a method, there's a design, yeah. and like the rope. There's classes. Yeah. I was almost going to go to some classes and check it out. You know what is so crazy? Because you're the second person that tells me in a row and that never crossed my mind. Like, I've seen it. Like, I'm on Reddit, yeah. so you see that a lot on Reddit, and I'm like, it just doesn't okay. do it for me. But I mean, like, when you tie up a girl, it looks like she got rolls, and my girl's already got rolls, so I ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> no, just, I kid, I kid, I kid. No, yeah, okay. Now, going back to bodies, I like doing this all over the place. Do you care if your girl has a, a high body count? Um, no, I, um, no, I mean, as long, no, not really, honestly. I just don't, I don't want, like, the only I'm, I'm I'm kind of a jealous person, okay. so like I I get I get uh, weirded out like if, if they're still in contact with like a bunch of dudes that she's bone, you know. Um, I I did it just depends on like um the sort of like the relationship. Like was it a long time ago or was it recent? Because if it's recent, I feel like that's more of a threat to me. You know. You know what? Props to you because a lot of men can admit that they they'll be like it's not about jealousy, it's about the principle. But deep down, it's about the jealousy. I've been there before. It's about the jealousy, for yeah, sure. no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, the the fact that you're able to speak about it and even if you do tell your partner i feel like a, a woman would take it better feel like look no i'm genuinely je- jealous i want you to respect the fact that you know i am afraid of losing you even that might make him feel like oh you know he really likes me yeah but like this you know i've had this this was a part of the reason why i'm single now or you know sort of single now <laughs> and this exact conversation i was like i don't like you talking to this, uh especially like a few people uh because like you know because i you know we're guys like we do shit because guys operate differently than women do generally right yeah so like when if they're like reaching out to you and like on a daily basis not in it's uh it's, it's for a different reason most of the time you know yeah so, for sure for sure 
Um, that you know, I just no, I, I don't care too much like about the body count as much as I do with like what's happening now. The friend count. Fuck, I gotta make a podcast about that. I think that's what I'm gonna name this one too, the friend count, just because. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Well, I mean, what about you? How do you feel about it? Oh, bro, I'm glad you asked because I talk about every chance I get to. I am what people like to consider a cuck. I haven't done it in this relationship okay. yet, but uh, if my girl sits here and be like, "Oh my, it's hit me," I'll be like, "I said, I do anything? Not fuck, I'm a fucking little bitch. Not my girl." So, guy. <laughs> so I wasn't, um, so I wasn't like in a ser- serious relationship with this person, but I, I was like, we were openly dating with each other. Like we would tell each other, we had dealt with other people and whatnot. Um, but we went to uh, a couple of sex parties, and um, I watched her getting fucked by other guys, and I didn't care because I didn't have the emotional connection with her, you know, because we were just, like, dating. We weren't, like, serious, you know? But, like, if we are like, in a serious relationship, I can't do it. I can't, like, watch you or even hear about you fucking other dudes. I just can't do it. And see, and that's the complete opposite for me because I've had women offer that before because I've always been open about it, about what I like, uh-huh. and I don't want that. Like, I just don't. To me, a part of what makes it exciting is the fact that it is my girl and the fact that I do care about her because... Uh, don't get me wrong. I've tag team girls with the homie before, you know, and we've done all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. And it was, oh, I've it, done that too. Yeah, and it was cool. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, but it, yeah. it did nothing for me aside from me just fucking her. Once I was done fucking her, that was it. But the idea yeah. of sitting there and watching her, like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, sometimes, like, like it's it's not anger or jealousy, but like it just kind of riles up your fucking emotions inside, and you're like, how could she be doing that? And like, I want to see her facial emotions and what does she do? And yeah, no, it is the fact that she, I care about her that makes it that much more exciting see i've I've like i mean i've done it like i not with like my girl but i've like done it with you know like other these wives and shit like you know I've, I've i've done it but just not on my end like it's not my chick it's their chick you know and like as long as they get you know consent i'm like cool i'm down you know but like it just you ain't touching my girl <laughs> you know and the funny thing is i've only done that once kind of because i was invited over i thought i was gonna give a show so I went for the girl, but he walked away, and I didn't care at the moment. I was like, Shit, I'm going to get mine. But, like, apparently he didn't want to see. He was allowing it to happen, but he didn't want to see, which I was like, right. I was okay. like what, whatever, that's fine. But <laughs> as a guy, if my like, let's say I was single, I'm chilling here, and my phone goes off, and a girl goes, hey, can you come over and fuck me? My man wants to see. I think that's a setup. I'm not showing up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't, even, like, for me, that's what I'd want. I'd want my girl to be able to do that and have a guy just show up. But I like I, I try to look at the other end. It's like, would he really? Because like, and then I'm not necessarily buff or look intimidating, but I'm a big guy. I'm six feet, three hundred pounds, bearded, bald. You know, so uh-huh. I don't know if somebody's just gonna walk in here and look at me and just be like, mm, yeah, I'm gonna give my back to him while I'm fucking this girl. I'm not sure if I do that. So I find that funny, considering that I wouldn't go and just do that myself. I'd be like, mm, don't trust this to set up. Hmm. Even with my girl, because <laughs> she, I told her you got permission to do everything, and then she hasn't said that to me. She has given me a hall pass for an asian girl because i never had an asian girl and if you like mm. wedding crashes you'll get it right away and um <laughs> but even then i'm like i don't feel comfortable going out and being like let me find an asian because i feel like if i do it i might be compromising my relationship but whenever i do go out the last thing she says to me before i go out is good luck with your asian and i'm like Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah now just because i love going in circles you said that you're most likely going to be in a vanilla relationship so yeah. the sex and the 
kind of sex you have doesn't matter to you? No, not really. I'm, I'm more focused on uh, the emotional connection than anything. Yeah, see, I, I feel you because I care about the emotional connection. But before I started my relationship not and even with my girl, but even if it hadn't been her, I made a mind a while back that I wasn't going to be unsatisfied sexually and I know what I like. So to me, it's a big deal. But it, I mean, I, I want that kind of lifestyle. But for somebody like you that you said you're not into it, I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, as long as we're fucking. <laughs> right? you know, I guess that's what matters the most. You know, like, it's, you don't have to fuck every day, but it's like, like give me a little something, something here and there, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because, like, you know, I mean, to be honest, like, in my when I was married, like, we never fucked. It was like, you know, it, it was like we were young and dumb and, we, you know, we, we were just sort of stuck together for, like, many years, so. You stayed in the relationship longer than you had to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We both did. We were both miserable, you know? So, like, we would only, like, have sex occasionally. And it was like, you know, it kind of fucks with you in a way where you're just like, I need to get some, but, like, I don't want to cheat on her, you know? Yeah. And shit like that, you know? Damn, you sound like an admirable man. I'd be like, she's not fucking me. (laughs) We're going to go find some. Nah, I wanted to. But I was like, you know, I just couldn't, so. So all I'm taking from this is, ladies, this sounds like a good guy. See, there's still good guys out there. Don't give up hope. They might be chubby, <laughs> they might be bearded, and they might get hit on by mills, but they're out there. <laughs> well, you know, if you don't slide in my DMs, at least uh, listen to the show. You know? <laughs> right? There you go. Ladies, DMs are the show, and if you do both, we'll send you a sticker. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, well, Dino, do you have anything else you want to leave us with today? So you listened to the 50th episode, right? Yes, sir. Did you, uh, and you kind of like heard like a very like a uh, narrowed version of like the, the sex party story ahead, right? Do you want to hear the whole thing? Let's hear it. Okay. So, uh, this is obviously, this is actually the one time I didn't go with my, um, the girl I was dating at the time. So we used to go together. Um, so we, we were kind of like, not really like officially part of this group, but we would like show up to these, uh, events, you know, parties. And, uh, cause we, you know, we've kind of befriended a couple of the hosts and we were like cool with them, but. You know, not like not like friends, friends, but like we we knew who they were as far as like a social gathering, and you know. Yeah. Um. So I showed up uh, alone for the first time, and I was like, "All right, you know, like I, I know who you are, I know who these people are. It's cool, you know." And it's actually more of like a social gathering than it is like a fuck fest. Yeah. Um. Like there is people that fuck in the other room, but it's like you know, but you're also making friends at the same time, you know. Yeah. So um, there and there's different like there's different like things going on like um you know in the bathroom like someone wants to get peed on so like you go in there and if the girl like you know gives consent you can pee on her and there's like other shit happening there's like whippings and shit like that you know like i watched uh i watched a guy getting whipped for like uh, i don't know at least like 10 minutes god damn <laughs> well it wasn't like you know she would give breaks you know and i like, make sure he was okay and shit but she would whack him hella hard and i was like ooh, like that had to hurt and, he, and you can see his face and the you know but he likes it he was weird dude and it was a girl giving it to him too and i was like I was like, damn, that's like oddly hot. <laughs> that's <so> weird. <laughs> but like, I think so you found a kink that day, bro. Uh, I mean, I'll, nah, not really. Like, but it's just fun to watch. It's fun to like at least experience it. I have to ask: Is that after that did you buy the paddle? <laughs> no, so I, I bought the paddle because of my ex. Oh, okay. like, uh, no, uh, I got so, you. But, like, to, yeah, but to continue with the story, like all the shit was happening, right? And uh, you know, and um, uh, I think I. I didn't even participate that night too. That was the weird thing. Like, um, I just showed up and I was just chilling, talking to people and stuff. Um, and, but I, I ended up like sort of like watching people do it in the room and shit, you know, and then walking back out. And there was a girl that liked to get punished. Like, re- like, uh, we're talking, you know, whips, like electrocution, fucking like clampings, like all the stuff, right? Yeah. 
getting like hit and like getting bruised, like leaving marks, you know? Yeah. And, um, so she was, uh, she was getting sort of like beaten in, in the sense of like, you know, just enough to where she was like liking it, you know? Um, and she was, but she was also giving, giving this guy a head at the same time. So there was a guy in front of her getting head and there was a, um, a guy behind her, like, you know, spanking her and doing all this shit. And, um, and I don't know why the guy wasn't thinking, but like the guy brings out a taser from behind her. A real taser? And he, a real taser. Shit. <laughs> and he electrocutes her from behind. And the guy's dicks in it, and the guy's no, dicks in her mouth. No, <laughs> no, yeah. So he electrocutes her, electrocutes the guy's dick, oh you know, like at the same time because you know, slime and skid don't mix very well. No. Like, I, I'm, he's lucky he like pulled out in time. I'm sure she probably went down a bite, you know, she had to. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think she going. did a little bit, I think she did a little bit, but not enough for like. She like didn't bite it off or anything, but yeah. like because he he ran out of the room. Actually, it was more about the electrocution because he ran out of the room. He's all, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and he's like he runs out of the room. He's holding his dick. And he's like butt naked. He's all, whoa, 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 you know, and like and we all start cracking up. And so the other guy comes out. He's like, I accidentally electrocuted him. <laughs> like, <laughs> So, bro, that's that's one of my favorite stories amongst others. But like the other ones, uh, you know, that happened like way before that. Bro, see now I understand why you don't really have kinks, or you're cool with that vanilla. <laughs> like you, this shit traumatized you, but we, you want to talk? We could talk off air, my boy. Damn. <laughs> nah, dude. I mean, I'll, if you want to get electrocuted, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But like Keep... most people don't, you know, most women don't want to do that. Yeah, so no, too much. I bet. Oh, that shit is hilarious. <laughs> All right, well, guys, if you want to hear more stories like this, because it got. A bunch of shit. And if you think Dino is fun, Melanie will keep you grounded and Jinx will fucking try to blow you somehow over. No, I don't mean to say like that. But she is really exciting. She'll call you daddy the whole time and you're going to love it. She's. Uh, oh, she'll degrade you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I didn't mean blow you in a bad way. I was just trying to say she'll blow your mind. Blow Anyways, your mind. yeah, yeah. That's where I was going with <laughs> it. But then I called myself I'm like, yo, this is sounding way too bad. Yeah, but no, they're, they're really fun to listen to. So do you want to tell them where they can find you, bro? Yeah, so um, check us out on Spotify and Apple at just Cali uh, DTO. Cali DTO. And then um, I'm on Instagram at Cali underscore DTO and Twitter Cali DTO 408. And those are my two main socials. I'm not really on Twitter that much, but I do check it daily. I just don't really post anything. Yeah. Uh, but I'm on Instagram like every day, so uh you know dm me if you want questions or want me on your show or whatever you know uh, i'll be around ah, that sounds awesome well dino appreciate you coming through this shit was fun hopefully we do it again that's all i gotta say i've been truth.com with truth be told podcast i'm out